0: Welcome to Leaders Who Celebrate. My name is Pamela Bekalian, marketing veteran turned mindfulness teacher. Thanks for joining Chloe, Jerry, Kavita, Martika and I while we have candid conversations on leadership, mindfulness and everything in between. Let's get started. This is episode number seven, what makes a creative leader. So, we get those creative juices flowing, Kavita.
1: Actually, when we were talking about when we were talking about this topic, I was like, I'm not good at. Um, I don't have a go-to strategy when I don't feel creative. I just don't do creative work when I don't feel creative.
2: It's a great strategy.
1: Um, and when I do, like, I do it, but I feel like I there's so much creative work I need to do, and I don't get enough done because. Maybe because I don't have a strategy to get into that mode.
2: I wasn't sarcastic, by the way. I was serious. That's a great
0: strategy. Oh, no, I was. I didn't. I, I, uh, I believe you. (laughs) Um, maybe, maybe if we backtrack a little bit and what is it to be, I guess for each one of us being creative is very different. Mm -hmm. So maybe how do we, you know, maybe you should explore what, what it means to be creative for us. Chloe, you want to lead? Sure. Um...
2: Creativity for me is an energetic space that I fall into. Um, I guess you could compare it or, you know, kind of explain it as like a a state of meditation in a way. Um, I get that way when I paint. I get that way when I create something. I get that way when I'm really like in my heart.
0: Is it flow? Yes.
2: Yes. Well, I mean, I don't know what your definition of flow is, but there's definitely an energy flowing that really brings me out of my head and into my heart. And oftentimes I get very emotional. Like sometimes I start painting and I cry. <laughs> like, you know, like I like really get super emotional when I'm in this like space or state of energy. Um, I feel like uh, I connect to something bigger than and like I don't want to like be exaggerated like it's not like an out-of-body experience but almost like I feel like I'm not even in my feel like I'm connected to something else and then it just kind of goes through me I get that way often when um I try to help others also when I give advice or when I try to um you know if someone has an issue and I'm talking to them about it sometimes I like go into this different state and I just start, like, giving from something that I feel like is not necessarily from my head, you know, it's, like, really from my heart or from, like, a different place and it sounds, like, really out there, but that's definitely, like, how I feel Hmm. when I'm in my creative energy. Wow. Was that too intense for, like, a first morning talk? (laughs) (laughs) No, I... I just thought it was interesting because
1: if if you had asked me first, I I'm not sure how I would have answered, and it, it just seemed like you really knew exactly what to say. Um, I would have a harder time answering that, but your answer actually helped me like it, like triggered some things for me. Um,
0: so what is what is it? How do, how are you creative, Kavita?
1: Um, once in a blue moon, I'll take Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, I've done that uh, like maybe like a few times over the years. I actually work really well uh, with, with other people. So I really love working on creative projects when I, when I can work with someone and I just have so much more fun and I'm able to stay focused for far longer than I do alone. I definitely find it hard to get into the zone by myself. And I don't think I do enough creative work like um, artistically that I probably should, because I do have a very artistic side. So one thing that you mentioned, Chloe, is that, you know, you paint. And I was like, I I love to paint and I love to draw. And I should do that stuff more. I think it would get me into a creative space faster. But I do have difficulty getting there, um, just like alone, working from home like I normally would. Also, all my creative work relates to my actual work, like my job. And I don't take the time to do things that are that created outside of that
0: so maybe that that brings me to the question because we were talking about flow here and you it sounds like it's more connection so are we are we are we to put the label of creativity when it comes to art, because leading with creativity is also leading your life, leading your job, being Mm -hmm. a mom, uh, being a partner, all these things is leading, right? Because we've talked about leading before. But does it have to be connected to art? Because I mean, what you do is very creative, like the different events you set out, each one has a different flair to it. It's kind of it's got its own universe and for me that's also very creative so maybe yes you're not using a paintbrush but Mm -hmm. there's definitely a very strong creative aspect in in the way you go about to put your you know your events together for sure sorry
2: sorry Kavita if I can add two little things I, I know that it just came out super naturally but first of all I can't always get to that like space it's not that easy like it doesn't just come and I'm like okay I'm in this state like sometimes like you said like I don't feel it, and in those moments, I won't create, because I know that even if I try to, it comes out wrong, it doesn't come out how I want, or, like... And then the second thing what I was trying to say, what I was going to say was, um, I I paint, right? So that's, like, it brought me... Speaking about painting kind of brought me to um, the feeling, but it's not just through painting that, like, I feel that. I feel that way often, probably, when you create events. Like, it's kind of like, maybe you're just not aware that, like, you actually are really as creative... You're more creative than you think, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: I am definitely very creative, but if what you're saying is right. I guess I've been doing this for so long, it's become like second nature. So I do have this creative side that is very natural. I guess when we're talking about it, I feel more like, how do I get to that second or third level? But I think generally speaking, day to day, I'm far more creative than maybe like your average person. But it feels normal
2: now. What about
0: um? What about you, Pam? Me, wow. Um, I think you touched on leading from a place of the heart. That's that's obviously for me a very strong component of being creative. But um, at the essence of who I am, I am an artist, and I think maybe here is a good time to to say that we all have. Parts of us where we are more or less. There's different categories. You have the artist, and you have the manager, and then um, the person who is more like the entrepreneur. And understanding who you are in your essence will definitely help you lead from a creative place better. So knowing that I am an artist at heart, um, that has, it's like a double double-edged sword because when you're an artist at heart, you will be kind of hard on your art because you're an artist so you will somehow um, procrastinate moving forward sometimes because (laughs) you're gonna judge your art because that's what artists do so and that it's not about painting it could be like a a, a, you know uh, a piece of content or a post or i know with martica we've had this because like we need to move forward are we still looking at this like this this you know, so that shows up for me, um, but definitely leading from a, from from your heart is the only way for me to be to be creative. As soon as I'm disconnected from where I am, then again, flow doesn't happen. And connection for you, Kavita, you say it's to the other, but me, it's like to myself. You were mentioning source, Chloe. It's like yeah, when, once I'm I'm grounded and 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 been uh, inside myself for for long enough, during that morning or during my rituals, then it's easier for me to flow throughout the day and be creative in what I'm doing. Um, Martika, <laughs> We haven't heard you yet. I kind of know what you're gonna say, but I really want everyone to hear how you're gonna say. Are you gonna talk about trees <laughs> and no, being actually. grounded? No, oh, no, interesting. No, so how is it that, you know, how do you? How, what is being creative for you? Like, how how does that, yeah, how does that work for you?
3: Um. Well, I, I was definitely labeled, like, the uh, non-creative child growing up. Uh, my mom's a creative wizard, and so is my older brother. Um. So a lot of times with, like, school projects, they would help me. I always hated art class. I was, like, the only kid that would get, like, 50% in art class. <laughs> so I thought, like, I was, like, not a creative person at all. And it wasn't until I got into high school that I started to, like, uh, hone in on where where I was creative because we're all creatives it's just Mm. a different outlet that we express it with um and for me it was uh very much in like presentations and I'm actually um putting the project together this year because I know that's where my genius is and I'm gonna be doing like um different presentations that I'm that's where my creative energy
0: is in a nutshell explain the presentations for us the concept the notion of how it is creative like how you put them together yeah the process (laughs) no the process of how do you go into do you get the idea first and then maybe we can do you know the rest of the girls like how how does it start like the the, the actual process of it for you from the moment when maybe you get the idea or or you know you're walking in nature and something sparks like how how do you how do you go about it
3: Um, Well, I think it's a lot different than what, like, Chloe would say. Like, she says that she won't create unless she feels like it. Um, And I'm the type of person that I'll just create the space and I invite in the muse. Um, Because if I just waited until I felt creative, I feel like that would take too long. And especially, like, it's different when you're, like, painting because that's maybe more of, like, a hobby and a passion. So you can do it when you actually feel like it. But when you, like, want to get a project started and you need that creative idea to go, like, you can't... I feel like I can't just wait, so... Like, what I would do if I'm, like, really not creative, like, my walks in nature is, like, I'll get, like, the best ideas, according to me, <laughs> it's when I'm with the trees and stuff like that, for sure. Um, yeah, like, you, you need to be in your heart, so I'll go anywhere that I know that I'll I'll be put into my heart. Um, can
2: I just add to that? Absolutely. Actually, um, it's funny, Martika, because you just reminded me, um, I i have, I dived into that very quickly, because I, I pictured the feeling and I went straight into it but there's definitely a process like an organizational process if you will and maybe that'll help our listeners or Mm -hmm. you guys maybe it'll kind of help understand better Mm -hmm. um so the first step for me in terms of creativity is inspiration um once I and Pam I know you're gonna laugh but like once I get excited about something so I have an idea right okay this is my idea now I'm excited about it so what can I do to make this idea come to life whether it's painting which I paint, but honestly, what I like to do is create. So, like, I use objects to make other things or, like, you know, with, like, the floral series that I had done, right? It was, like, I was really into, like, this idea of flowers and how can I put it on a canvas? How can I make, like, this, like, garden on, on a wall? Like, I had this, like, really out there idea and I had never seen it before the way I wanted to do it. So, first was the inspiration and the excitement about the project. Then it was, like, the gathering of the tools to create, what I wanted to do then the third step was taking all these tools sitting in my space I guess where like I feel comfortable or where this energy kind of like flows into me and then it's during the creative process that I feel in this like zen meditative connected space so it's not like I channel this energy or I get it right away and I'm like okay now I need to create or like it doesn't just come out of anywhere it it, it kind of takes like a little bit of a process before I'm there you mm-hmm. know so I think it would be the same I I don't know but I think it would be similar to like let's say um, how an, any talent like whether it's a violin player or a basketball player or anybody who, who has some kind of talent when they go into like this zone where like you see like someone who's playing an instrument who's like they're just not there, you know? They're completely somewhere else and they're, like, in their little creative world or in their flow, I guess is what it's mm-hmm. called. Or, like, a, an athlete that's, like, a really good athlete that's, like, in their flow during that time. So I think there's, like, kind of, like, a, a steps to get to it. Now, if I'm not excited or inspired, I can't even get to, like, the first step. So like, yeah. I do not even go and get the tools to start creating if I'm not feeling excited or, mm-hmm. um, you know, whatever. And, like, like you said... Um, it's easier when you paint because it's like a hobby, but like I've been, um, um how do you call that? like when someone uh, I've been commissioned for pieces ahead of time. Oh. And so you the pressure's there. Like they ask you for the piece within three weeks, and then, like I'm not in the mood to create and like it's it's challenging. So I kind of had to like push myself there anyways, even though I didn't really feel like it. And then once I kind of got into it, like, you know, it's kind of like going to the gym, you don't really feel like it. And then once you're you're like, okay,
0: whatever, you know, I think an important piece in terms of, because we talked, I love that you talked about sports. I love that, you know, there's so many different aspects to being creative. I don't think it's just art. I'm just putting it back on the table. Um, But I think a very important piece in what you said is being excited and being excited comes from a place of gratitude and celebration. And you cannot feel excited and celebrate, you know, celebrate the feeling of celebration and be scared, or be angry, or be resentful. At the same time, those energies are not compatible. So I think somewhere along the line, when you're uh, when when you're a leader and you're 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 leading from a creative space, you're also leading from a place of celebration and gratitude versus a place of uh revenge or comparison or or all those things. Um Yeah, uh well, now that all of you guys have been have been speaking and like now like the
1: ideas are coming, and this is what it kind of what it comes down to. Like I I thrive when we're like chatting and I'm hearing other ideas. So um, I know that for me, one thing that is super, super important, no matter where I am, is the space that I'm in. I'm so particular to the point that people like my friends are now when we work together, they'll be like, okay, Kavita, like we're here at the coffee shop. Where do you want to sit? Because I need to like sit where I can have a view and I can like see things properly and I can't sit in like an uncomfortable chair or like I need like a booth. I need a huge table. I need to be in like the right mindset. I need a good cup of coffee. I need to be in like tights and a sweatshirt and like comfortable clothing. I, I even go to my meetings now in, you know, what some might consider not the most professional attire, but it's me, I feel comfortable. And I know that I'm gonna present my best self when I feel really, when my body feels at peace. Um, And the other thing is, is that I think I can get into a creative space faster with other people. But similar to you, Pam, there are so many steps I need to take to get into my own creative space. So I need to, like, wake up. I need to, like, clean the apartment because I I work from home. I need to meditate. I need to, um, you know, have a decluttered space. I need to have, like, the living room exactly how I want it to look. I have, like, the curtains set up a certain way and then i can sit down and be like now i'm ready to actually work um but it takes it takes a while to get there so then it, it's like a 3 hour delay if i really want to go through all the steps to have the perfect morning it's like 3 hours slowing down <laughs> and i'm like, sorry
2: I'm laughing really Do I, and
1: i feel that i do i feel guilty sometimes and i have this um back and forth conversation with myself where it's like isn't this the reason I became an entrepreneur was to have three hours to myself in the morning, if that's what I need. But then I feel guilty because I'm like, do I deserve three hours to myself to start my day? Because I've said this to people and I'm like, they're like, well, what's your morning routine? And I'm like, well, (laughs) you know, clean up, read poetry, take a cold shower, meditate. They're like, where do you have the time for this? Like, are you crazy?
0: And I'm like, And then I do feel kind of crazy. (laughs) Well, because you're being judged. But at the end of the day, would you say you're more creative or your work is going to flow better once you've done all those things? Or if you're rushing into waking up and just plugging in your computer and going at it? That works too sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes, Yeah. But as a general rule of thumb, if you want to be in a space of creativity and actually be producing work that is creative, is it easier to do it you know cold turkey or taking your time to do your rituals which one you would you would you yeah you're right so
1: when I like roll out of bed check my phone and start working right away I do get a lot done I work very quickly but my work reflects the way I started my day it's like all over the place I'm jumping from one task to the other I'm getting I'm getting things done but how I'm very busy, but how productive am I really? But you're right. If I actually have a project to work on that has many layers and many steps, I I can't do it. I can't like jump on the computer first thing in the morning and start. I can do email first thing in the morning and, you know, just reply to random things. But yeah, it takes time to get into that space when I need to connect with myself. But I can get into it faster if I have other people around me.
3: Hmm.
2: She reminds me so much of Mariana. It's crazy. In so many ways. Mariana, she's Sounds also a Virgo. She's <laughs> also a Virgo. But, like, I'm listening to you and I'm so, like, oh, this is the key that I'm missing to understanding her, you know? Sometimes she'll be like,
0: Hi, we- Mariana. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can we work on it together? And I'm like, no, you do your side and I'll do my side. And, like, because I'm very, like, I need for me to, like, zone in and work. Let's say I know we're talking about creativity, but, like, in terms of work, I like to be, like, in my own space, alone. I feel like I work better when I'm by myself. My thoughts are mm-hmm. clear. I don't get distracted. Like, I need to be by myself. But she kind of, like you, know, in a sense, likes to bounce off and, like, connect with other people. And she's like, I think, she's told me that before. Like, I think I'll be more efficient if we work together and we're, like, at the same place. And, and I'm like, no, you divide and conquer. Like, you do one thing and I'll do one thing. And so listening to you, so thank you. Listening to you kind of made me realize that, like, I guess people are different,
0: you know? Like, I don't mm-hmm. like me. Wouldn't you say it's different in terms of what project you're going to? That's, I think, because I, I have I, I have two sides of me. So there's things where I'll call Martika and say, Martika, like, you need to come, we need to sit down. She'll like, okay, bam. <laughs> and, and the work gets done faster for me. Sometimes I think it's because we are not in a space of gratitude or excitement and we dread the task and having someone there is asking for help. It helps you move through it with more ease, ease. <laughs> Um, and and when when you're in kind of fear or or you're like looking at the task with something that's like you know yeah, it's, it's fear or or anxiety or whatever it is then 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 yeah you're not in a space of creativity you're not in a space of celebration and gratitude so so yeah it's it it doesn't flow as easily so you don't you know Sometimes you want to retrieve and be by yourself because you don't want someone to see that either. I think there's like so many different... This is really cool, actually. She's told you that
2: before, though. So, like, your energy will inspire me to get into it, you know what I mean? Like, So maybe, like you said, like when you're not in that space of excitement yet or at all, then having somebody else bring that energy that's exciting kind of sparks your excitement Mm -hmm. oh yeah it's
0: very contagious absolutely creativity is contagious I agree Mm -hmm. what about you Martika
3: yeah no for sure like I'll like usually like when I do something creative I call my mom and I'm like is this as awesome as I think it is (laughs) and I think it's like fun to share your excitement especially if you do things alone but even creating things with someone else like to to share that but I'm like Chloe too like probably 80% of my stuff I like to do it by myself like I'll have friends all ask me do you want to go to the coffee shop I'm like no I want to be by myself and do it because I'm more productive that way I, I like both sorry
0: I like the word uh, I think the word that came up when you were talking for me was validation and I think yeah. creativity sometimes we 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 get lost in the validation of things as opposed to actually celebrating whatever because once you've created something like you've created this you whatever it is it.
3: you want to share it with someone yeah yeah
0: no no I'm, I'm not talking about the sharing I'm talking about the validation sharing I sure. love because you're creating it to put it out there yeah but then you get the fear when the when you when you go into the validation because you said like is this as good as it as as it sounds that's that's I think what you said and so yeah. it's interesting how we as soon as we we start creating something or coming up with something there's always that validation that would appear and we didn't talk about it earlier so I think that's that's another another part I think and uh, how that that plays out to um to the way we operate or how you know we're leading our lives our jobs and everything else
3: Mm.
2: sorry Pam to have uh, cut you but yeah I think um I think that the validation Definitely plays a part for sure. Um, especially when you're putting something out there that you created and it's like a comes from a vulnerable place and you might be afraid that someone may judge it or not think it's as good. And like you said, being the artist, often you're judging your work tremendously and people don't realize that. You know, they think like you're putting it out there and you're super confident and like you're like, ooh, look at my art. But really you're like, oh my god, I can see all the flaws and everything that I messed up and you know where I I didn't I didn't you know things that I because only you know right the creative process other people don't know they just see the end result right so we're really hard on ourselves as as artists and then um, you know as long as as long as you you just tell yourself like okay I made this and already that's that's good enough then everything else is irrelevant you know whatever anyone else has to say like you took the initiative to actually make something. So that should be celebrated in itself, mm-hmm. you know, so
0: there's and share it. Yeah, I think the next layer to this conversation, I think I'm going to point to Kavita because I think you're you're actually you've actually mastered how to take something creative and make money out of it because creativity doesn't always pay, especially if you want to hold on to your art. So when you're creating something, you also have to keep in mind, especially when you want to generate revenue from it, that you're not creating it for yourself; you're creating it for someone. Mm -hmm. um like the products you create like the 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 events they're all products right they're they're productions and products but at the end of the day you want them to be creative and you want to you know for them to have all the colors and textures and emotions and feelings that comes with creating something but at the same time somebody's purchasing that so how do you find the right balance between you know satisfying your need to actually produce something that is created for you, but also something that is created for someone. Yeah. Which is two different, very, you know, separate energies. And the other one needs to be there because otherwise you won't be able to make money from it necessarily.
1: Right. Well, it takes time and it takes, uh, for me, it took a lot of experimenting. I feel like now after six years, I've reached a point where I'm still experimenting because I think that's important. To always be trying something and throwing something out there, because I've also, I also think that or believe or know actually that we don't even know what we want. So I think, from an entrepreneur's perspective or someone who's creative, your job is to put something out there that you know that people want when they don't know it themselves. Ideally, um,
2: but sorry, Kavita, wouldn't you say um, that? It technically you're you're kind of tuning into yourself. The more you tune tune into yourself, you tune into others. So if you're to put yourself in the place of the consumer, you'd be like, is this something that I would like? Is this something that I would do? And then from there you kind of go, or do you really just focus on what other people want or need?
1: I definitely have to like what I put out there. Like I have to look at something, I have to love how it sounds, I have to love how it looks. Sounds what I mean by sounds is like, If I'm writing a blurb or a bio or a description for an event, what's included? Like, I'm so particular about the wording and how I really pay attention to how does this sound to someone reading it? Does this, is this um, exciting? Would I buy, would I buy this by hearing the way this um, event breakdown is? So that's very important. The visuals are super important, but for my business specifically, I'm, I'm speaking to people that are single and I'm not single and there. That's where I have to find a balance between what actually speaks to a single person and what are their pain points that I can't necessarily relate to all the time. And I have to take that into consideration and I have to speak to clients and be like, what do you want? And where is that balance between what I think is right. But when you're in a relationship, when you're in a happy relationship which I think lends itself really greatly to my business anyways. It would be terrible if I was in a bad relationship and trying to put other people into relationships. Um, but still I'm in a different mindset and I need to, I need to speak to clients to really understand what they want. Um, but yeah, it's taken a lot of time. Experimenting is super important. I've had a lot of event themes that haven't worked. I've done, like I love Italian food and I love, Italy, even though I haven't been, but I I, I love the idea. So I did this like Italian themed event once and it went well in Montreal, but it didn't really work in other cities. So then you have to realize like, okay, wait a minute, what speaks to people across Canada, not just um, city to city because I do my events, these themes across Canada. So it takes time. um, And over time I've done, let's say a hundred different themes. When something doesn't work, I figure out how to tweak it change it or just disregard it completely and, you know, come up with something new? I think
0: that you just touched on the very, you know, the very point of the question. I think it's being flexible, um, which is not something that is innate to, to, you know, to when you're being creative, but being flexible to, to play around with things, to move them around and not to be attached so, so strongly to whatever is being put out there, because, I mean, if you're so attached to it then and it doesn't work, then, you know. Yeah.
2: But then, you see, I guess there's so many different, like, um, I guess creativity is an umbrella. And there's so much under creativity. Because for me, it's so different. I mean, like, especially when it comes to making art or pieces. It's like, I made this there is no changing it either it'll speak to you or it won't or someone will like it or I'm putting it out there and whoever it speaks to will will vibrate on the same you know what I mean but it's not like okay I need to make what someone else will like essentially I'm like I make what I like or what I think you know what I mean and then whoever likes it will also like it but it's so different than Kavita right? I think that when you're building a brand,
1: there's this like portion that you need to be so, there's like a percentage of of where you need to be so particular about being true to yourself, being true to your brand, why you started the company um, and what it stands for. And that's maybe like 30%. But I've become really good at being open to change and just accepting like, okay, this didn't work. And I'm totally open to doing something different. And anyone that I hire or employ, I always say, like, I don't want to hire someone that's going to follow what I say and follow, like, our manual. I want to hire someone that's going to question...
0: Break the fucking rules always. already.
1: So when, I, when I'm when i training someone, I give them, like, the... Not even just, like, the green light. Like, drive through the red light. And because I give them the total, um like, total permission to be, like, I think this could be done better because I'm a huge believer in... Tell me, tell me something different and let's talk about it. Um, but it's, that also has taken a while to get there because yeah. what I've noticed is that when I've leaned into that, great things have happened. And it can be uncomfortable at first thinking that my way is best and I think this is the right way to do it. But when you welcome that other people's creativity. You're win. allowing for their creativity, exactly. Um, yeah. So that's been very helpful. Um, but I, I also believe, yeah, there are certain things that I, I know work for me um, those are rules that have also like I've tweaked over time, but they it's really standing true to like who I am, what my brand stands for. And I think that part is also important.
3: Yeah, and like I think that you know, a true creative too is like not just about building something out of nothing, but also when you're able to take three things that are handed to you and you have to create something awesome with it, like can you do it? I and I think that's it. I think that's where like where I get my genius from, I can't, I don't have much vision or like someone like you that can create something out of nothing. But if you give me three things and create something with that, I'll make it happen. That's cool.
0: That's, that's a great. cool that's concept. That's because you're a great manager. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with being a manager versus an artist versus an entrepreneur. They're very different source energies. And once right. that's what I was saying earlier, when you're able to identify who you are in those base energy, it doesn't mean that occasionally you won't be an artist but you the, the 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 biggest percentage of who you are will tend towards that and and you understanding that is your biggest strength because then you're able to be creative in that specific area of 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 the the gin, ginormous umbrella of leadership
3: yeah and it's it's good too because like when you were saying building a brand and listening to what needs to be done I think that this will like really help me with the project that I'm pushing is that I can understand what they need and like with all those pieces that I have then Mm. I can create something that can mold
0: into that so we spoke about the artist now we're talking about the manager if we look at the entrepreneur people everyone says I'm an entrepreneur but really an entrepreneur do you guys know what it is I'm gonna I'm gonna blow your mind with this one an entrepreneur is someone who's willing to actually um play with 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 money who's who's willing to take risk that's in the essence of what an entrepreneur is, it is that's what it is. Today entrepreneur is anyone who's starting their own, but but the notion of entrepreneur is someone who, who who's a gambler, who's willing to like take two million dollars and, and gamble on something because they have the the you know, the capacity to to see the potential in that and have the guts to actually sign the check. And that's a very different energy from an artist and that's a very, very different energy from a manager. And those people have a, a, a great craft and a great creative sense in how they are going to gamble that money. It's it's a very different animal and beast. Not everyone is, um, you know, but that doesn't mean that that person will not have an artistic side occasionally, but in their essence, what they love is the gamble.
2: Thanks for sharing that, Pam, because... We have such a different, like, I mean, in this culture, like, everyone, like you said, everyone's like a startup. Everyone wants to be their own boss, you know. Um, people, like, label, often label themselves, like, entre- I say I'm an entrepreneur all the time. At, just hearing you say those, what how you define an entrepreneur gave me anxiety. I was like, oh, my God, there's so much risk. I'm so nervous. So it's it's nice to, like, kind of hear it. But um, I remember for my business, not for art, but for my business. I don't know if you remember this. We sat down and you you uh, did a business coaching for me one time with, um, with my partner. And um, we sat down and you were like, "Okay, Chloe." So like after speaking a little while and you know asking us specific questions, which you did an impeccable impeccable job. Um, you were like, you know, okay, Chloe. So you're the artist and Mariana, you're the manager. And I was like, No, what are you saying? I'm the manager. And then she was like. No, you're the artist, and Marianne, and, and I, I I, cried, I was so, like, offended, <laughs> yeah, I was mad, because I was like, I'm not just the artist, like, I have all these, because my definitions behind the words were not correct, you know what I mean, like, I had been told my whole life that if you're an artist, you're not serious, and if you're an artist, you're flaky, yeah. and you're like, all these negative things, you know, that 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 artists are, and like, you know, they're like, too loose, and too all over the Flowing. place, <laughs>
0: yeah, to flowy, Chloe. flowy.
2: Chloe, Chloe. <laughs> I, <was,
0: laughs> I was like, "Did she say Chloe or flowy?" <laughs> I was just like, "Chloe, flowy,
2: Chloe." Chloe. Chloe, Chloe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, and then once it sat with me, and then and what was funny was that, like I wanted to be the manager, and when she told Mariana, like you're the manager, Mariana was like, "I'm creative, I'm the artist." What do you <laughs> mean? Like she was offended too that like. You know, her role was too, like, rigid and too analytical. She was like, no, I can be creative. And I remember Pam was like, okay, name me three things that you've created for the brand in the past, like, you know, few months. And
0: she. That's was when like, we had cricket sounds. Yeah. She was like, I guess I am the manager. Crickets, crickets. crickets. Yeah, yeah. There's no stigma be- between any of them. It's just in the essence, like some people, like I'm a visionary, like I will see things in the big picture up there in the pyramid. Other people are like going to transform. And so, and that's the thing, when you know what you are, it is so amazing to pair yourself up with someone who's going to be doing the managing and someone who's good. Because once you're in your essence, then, then you're free to be creative because there's nothing worse, like for an artist to actually sit in front of an Excel spreadsheet. But I know oh. people who have transformed Excel into an art and it is freaking creative when you see them working like it's it's magical and I'm like how do you do that mm-hmm. and it's the same as how do you do that when you're like envisioning to create something or someone who's like how did you ever come up with this scenario to actually fund this like this is insane and it creativity happens on all the levels it's just that knowing where you are and how to place yourself so mm-hmm. And also being kind, that you can actually slip out of it and come. It's like the feminine and the masculine. Like you have all of these energies within you, but one is most probably predominant. And there's nothing wrong in experimenting and going, trying these other areas and seeing how you feel. And that's really cool too. You know, like how does it make you feel, and how is it like how are you resisting and all that stuff. And that helps you stretch and grow.
2: And ultimately, like um, Kavita was saying earlier um it gives you the opportunity to kind of um to to allow yourself to 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 be more open to other people like it takes a village and that's something that it took me a long time to learn also and I was like very controlling and very like when it comes to business I'm very like oh it's my way and I have very rigid and then like the more I welcomed and opened the idea of like having different people with different roles being able that's when things are amazing when you're able to have an expert in their own field quote-unquote you know and like bring all that energy together and then that's when things kind of just take off right because when you're the artist trying to be the entrepreneur or the manager trying to be the artist or whatever other role trying to or one trying to do all it's it's virtually impossible you know as soon as you can kind of divide and delegate then you like Pam said you're like in your own energy and you're free to
0: To focus on your flow
2: exactly Exactly. and
1: uh, one thing to add to that is like it doesn't mean that you have to take on these ideas but what is the harm you have to ask yourself sometimes like what is the harm in listening and I think the point of owning a business or being you know the core of the business is to be able to take in these ideas like take a step back slow down and still make the right decision which may go which may be what you had originally thought
0: which might be a fucked up decision too and failing is fine as well <laughs> that's true i, I mean learned, because you learn from that as well right yeah. that what is right you know like yeah so listening and i think
1: being like respectful of someone else's opinions and really uh, creating a safe space to allow others to be creative because it can be overwhelming and intimidating to share your ideas and i think from where I'm sitting with my business and my small team, I try really hard to make sure that everyone feels super comfortable to say whatever they want. Seen and heard. Always.
0: Yeah. Seen and heard.
2: Sometimes it's not so much about the idea. It's really about the person wanting to be seen and heard or mm-hmm. felt or understood or acknowledged or respected or any of these qualities that maybe they don't get in their personal life or, or whatever, you know?
1: Yeah. I want to so. create that opportunity where you could be like, you can use, you know, what whatever space I can give you, you can use that to like grow and be yourself. And that makes, that makes me feel good.
0: Well we're going to wrap it up but it goes back to you cannot feel creative and fear at the same time and if someone whether whether it's yourself or someone within your teams or your children or your spouse if you create that space for them to feel connected and 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 happy and what did you use Chloe excited the fear is not there anymore so yeah that definitely is for me like a good place to start when you think about leading creatively
1: and it comes back to one of the first things i had said for me was like creating the right environment is first step for me and that ties well into whether that's for me at
0: home or inside the
1: shop inside or for you know the people that work with me or around me
0: foundation it's all about foundation right we used that earlier thank you guys for listening